All those things we can't say on the radio. After Breakfast with Mark and John. So we were talking off the air after I talked on the air about somebody that I'm not going to reference again. And I thought this is an interesting story that maybe we can share with people because this is the place where we tell stories that we don't tell on the air, right? Right, yeah. So I, people know, many people know, I used to own a bed and breakfast in the Odin area. And across the street, it was on 31, uh, and across the street was this park. So you had a nice view of the water, even though technically the building wasn't on the lake, Crooked Lake. Right. But on the other side of Rose Street was this beautiful, they called it a cottage, that the family that owned it had gotten it because somebody's uncle years ago who lived somewhere in Indiana was a butcher. The uncle was a butcher, and he did the meat for a wedding. And the people who couldn't pay the bill, so they gave him the house. I don't know how many years ago that happened, so they gave him the house years ago. And all they've had to do over the years is pay property taxes on the house. No wow. idea how much this house is worth now. I know what we sold the B&B for at the time, which was how many years ago was that? <sighs> that was, a, well, 15 some years ago. Yeah, in any case. 15, yeah. I mean, in any case, the, the house has to be worth a lot. And so we knew the, the, the uh, Catherine who lived in the house. We didn't know her husband who had already passed away. He was an engineer for the project. What was it called? The Manhattan Project. Oh, wow. And he worked for General Electric, and he was an engineer on the people who built the atomic bomb. Wow. And his son, who I got to know, lived in the house in the summertime. He was in Florida in the wintertime. His son told me the story that you could, you asked his dad what he did, and he would say he made ice cream cones. Mm. And if you woke him up in the middle of the night and go, Dad, and he, he would say the same thing. He had so trained himself not to talk about. And she told me that even years after all of that, he never talked about it. Huh. Which I always thought was weird until I sat to think about it. I had an uncle, my Uncle Hank, who I loved to death, passed away a number of years ago. When I was a kid, Uncle Hank was great. And Uncle Hank was in the second wave at D-Day during World War II. Okay. And he never talked about it, ever. Right. Um, I guess, I mean, it was such, he was this kindest, gentlest person you would ever want to meet, my Uncle Hank. And after he passed away, his son Jerry, who I'm still kind of close to, my cousin, found his purple heart that we never knew he had. He claimed he got hurt getting off the boat coming back from the war. And I no big it's no big deal. And they and and his son found his purple heart that he had hidden in a box someplace and never, you know. So it's just it's weird to think about all of the things that happen. Right. Um in any case that's all related to the person who was trying to text me this morning to start a fight. So if you missed that story, I somebody was texting me this morning to try to start a fight about, yes, politics. We don't oh. talk politics. And every time he would send me something, I'll just send I just sent back a picture of a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think made him matter. You know, because it didn't bother me. I don't care what he says. But is it wearing a red or blue collar? I mean, that's probably <laughs> what shh, put him over the edge. <laughs> I never thought about the color of the collar. See? Oh, that'd be good. I'll get a plaid. 
I'll get a rainbow <laughs> collar. That'll work. So in any in any case. And then you suggested maybe baby cows. That's a that's oh, not a yeah. bad. Baby cows, yeah. baby calves, baby guinea pigs. I just don't understand why somebody at any case, in any reason, for any purpose, would reach out to someone you haven't actually physically spoken to in years and haven't seen in even more years and want to start a fight over text on something stupid. Yeah. So I'm going to be in the Christmas spirit from now on. On Monday, this podcast will be totally Christmas related. As well it should be. I have no idea how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. I am going to watch at least one Christmas movie over the weekend. Ah, okay. So by Monday, I will be able to discuss a Christmas movie because I've only seen the one, the bad one about the radio people in, in Chicago. Right. Which was horrible, by the way. I may watch it again just to be able to get on the radio and make fun of it some more. <laughs> uh, so I will watch a Christmas movie. And I saw your Christmas present at the store yesterday. Oh, really? And I can't wait for you to get it. Oh, oh yeah. boy. I'm excited about that. So, uh, the weekend's almost here. The uh, culture quiz question today was 8% of people admit that they do this with their eyes open. Good morning. Do you have an answer? Not yet. Uh, how about kiss? Can you, have you ever opened your eyes while you were kissing someone? Once or twice. It was weird. It is weird. And then you open yeah. it and their eyes are open and your eyes are only like many millimeters away. So it's like you're I, getting spied on or something. It's <laughs> it's just weird. Like, I don't know. so I read. Speaking of Christmas movies, I read that the Hallmark Christmas movies actually they kissed through some sort of plexiglass that they were supposed to take out in the post production of the movie. Hmm. And I'm trying to find a picture of it to use as the picture on today's podcast. I don't know whether I can find one or not. I think there's actually pictures where you can see the plexiglass. So I have to find one of those Hallmark movies to watch, to watch people kissing through plexiglass. <laughs> Which, when I think about it, might be a better idea on Audrey's first date oh, well. than the grocery store thing. We'll just uh, wrap her in don't. plexiglass. Uh, <laughs> put her in plexiglass box that says, do not open, <laughs> period. Don't do it. Just don't do it, boys. <laughs> oh, you know, we're going to be able to sell tickets to the first boy picking her up for a date. Maybe we could do oh. it, it. We could all be on Zoom when that happens. Yeah. And, <laughs> I have, my brother has four daughters. Yeah, he's he's had to go through that four times. Oh. So just think about that. You only have to do it once. Once will be enough. <laughs> I know. Oh, news that isn't horrible. Have a great weekend. It's the news that isn't horrible on The Light Breakfast Show. And the virus has attacked another holiday. That's right, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day! Well, Groundhog Day is coming, and they'll still make a prognostication. There just won't be any public viewing. Gobbler's Knob and Puxatani will be closed to the public on Groundhog Day. The Groundhog Club made the announcement yesterday saying they'll have Phil, they'll have the prognostication, but nobody's allowed in. Quote, stay home, Groundhoggers, and watch us online. I have watched it online before. I've always, that, going to Puxatani has always been on my bucket list. Maybe I'll just watch the movie a couple of times. Watching the news last night, I saw Dr. Anthony Fauci say that not only is the vaccine coming, testing is coming. I guess if you could take a test 
at home to know if you had COVID or not, you could go to Puxatani if you got to know. Well, at-home testing is on its way. Lucura Health has uh, gotten approval from the FDA for the first at-home rapid COVID test. You get the results in about 30 minutes. It's going to cost $50 or less. Should be available widely by the spring. What's not available in Australia is driving while talking on your phone. There's a lot of states who've, uh, who've banned this. Well, Australia is very serious about it. They pulled a woman over and fined her $350 for supposedly using her cell phone, but she says she wasn't using her phone. She was just eating ice cream. There's no way that I could be eating my Magnum Ego and holding my phone and driving all at the same time. I still had my my wrapper and I still had the stick. So as I said, I just finished eating it and I'd placed, placed it down in the console. Um, yeah, so I had everything there to show. And later on, embarrassingly enough, I still had chocolate on my T-shirt. The policeman didn't buy it. He said he saw something glint in the sun and knew it was a phone. So he pulled her over and gave her the ticket anyway. Michelle Kors is her name. She's going to court to fight this. And she has the evidence. The stick, the wrapper, the, the chocolate on her T-shirt. Will she beat the rap? We'll see if we can't follow up and find out. If she does, that would be news that isn't horrible because 350 bucks is a lot of money. All right, so if you've stayed this long on our um, podcast this morning, um, Monday, you can get a jump on something. I have this idea, John. Think about this. Okay. I want to do a Christmas cookie contest. Oh. Or maybe just a Christmas cookie recipe book that we could give away, you know, produce it and, and send it online. However... I want to solicit Christmas cookie recipes from people and actually bake them and record me baking them and tasting them Ah. as we put this together. So I think this has some possibilities. Yeah. So just think about if you've got a Christmas cookie recipe, mark at light96.com and we'll start to, you can get an advance in, maybe we can get one done, but anyway. Okay. um, I have a Christmas cookie recipe from a great grandmother that I just love. Oh. And they're these sugary Christmas cookies. And then for my grandmother, um, Irene, she did um, oatmeal raisin cookies for Christmas with okay. powdered sugar. And the trick was she boiled the raisins. Oh. I'd never heard yeah. that before. And then when we got older, she boiled the raisins brand- in brandy. Oh, wow. And That's then she so ate good. all those herself. So. <laughs> 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 Mark at light96.com. Do you, do you bake, anybody bake in your house for Christmas? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, me and, uh, Audrey and Bobby do. Yeah. Oh, good. So uh, we'll bake Christmas cookies from your recipes and put them together in a recipe book. Um, and uh, we'll announce that on the radio on Monday if they let me. Okay. You never know what the, people stop me around here all the time. <laughs> nobody, nobody trusts me anymore. This is light 96.3 and the podcast.